1: friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling! I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do. You have to hit us up on all the social media outlets. Hit us up on the Twitter, at TNW Pod. Hit us up on the uh, Facebook at Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. On the Instagram, we're at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Uh, where else are we? We are rate, review, subscribe. We are on iTunes. Give us a favorable review and five-star rating. We'll send you a postcard from 1984. Have a wrestler of your choice. Send us a question to wrestling at gmail.com for our very popular upcoming Q&A episode. Enjoy your question being asked on Talking wrestling. Um, not only that, we're uh, on Spotify. So put us on a list and uh, listen to us on Spotify as well as Apple Music and where other podcasts are found. Obviously, uh, yeah. So with that said, folks, uh, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, it is our annual SummerSlam review, and uh, what a difference a year makes. However, there's no difference in who is on the SummerSlam review, as it is always uh, my roommate Jeff McHenry, who journey, journey who will make the journey from his room to the living room and uh, and do the podcast with me. Oh, what's that? He's he's up. Oh, he's oh he's ready. All right, folks. With uh, that said, at this time, uh, please join me with my uh, roommate, uh, the one, the only. Uh, Multi time guest. Uh, take it up. Here we go. Uh, Casey Corbin, take it away. Where you're standing by with your guest host, Mr. Jeff McHenry. With me, folks, at this time. I am very lucky as we are in studio at the TNA, or the TNW, con- <laughs> we're at the TNW compound, and uh, we are in studio. And uh, I am not alone today. I have somebody with me. Uh, we're still social distanced. Actually, you no, know, we're not. We're, not. We're, we're in a bubble. That's what I've been told. We are in a bubble uh, with me, as always, on all the review shows of the big four wrestling moments in the WWE. It is a uh, many-time guest, my roommate. Jeff McHenry. Jeff, thank you for waking up and coming to do this today. Thank you, Casey. Thank you for uh,
0: having me. It's great to be here at the TNA Impact Zone. I really appreciate it. It's not the
1: TNA Impact Zone. It's the TNW Compound, please. (laughs) Compound TNA. Uh, Okay. Yes.
0: It's our living room where we both are right now. It is
1: not only our living room. It is uh, also the... um, it's, It's also...
0: The place where you're gonna watch the Islanders twenty minutes
1: late because it's, we're late recording this, and now it, you're in a bad mood. It is the New York Islander dojo, and there are no, there is no bad moods <laughs> allowed in the dojo. We keep it positive. The thing is, is uh, we in the TNA, in the TNW, damn you, in the TNW compound. You don't even know where the hell you are. I do, but you put TNA on <laughs> my friggin' toast. <laughs> And now I ate it, and now I can't stop thinking about it. The TNW uh, compound pod, TNW pod pound, <laughs> TNW pod pound is what we're called. The TNW compound, pod pound, pod pound, pod, pod, podcast pod, compound. The TNW compound, podcast compound. Um, I'll tell you what. We run on my time. And uh, we're recording this on my time. Mm-hmm. And when I am st- done start, and when I'm done, I will turn on the TV and we will start the game on my time. And we will not look at our phones. All right, or and well, I say that now till my phone buzzes to remind me who scored the first goal, and then I'm like, thanks phone, damn technology. Uh,
0: it's the Islanders. You guys don't score. You you won't have four shots until th- midway through the third period anyway.
1: Okay, but the good thing is is we win. You do win. Yes. You do win. That's I don't you people can say, "Oh, you only score." Well, you know, we usually get two goals in the end because your net's empty for the half the third period. So, we'll get at least two more. <laughs> That's what we've been doing, racking in third period empty netters. So, um yeah, quite a, quite a good one. Anyways, we're not here talking hockey. We're here. We're talking wrestling. We're, we're talking, talking SummerSlam. TNA talking SummerSlam. TNW. <laughs> talking wrestling. We're talking <laughs> SummerSlam. We're not talking TNA. It is not <laughs> Slammiversary. We don't even do a Slammiversary episode. However, Killer Cross is the new NXT champion. So there's your TNA fill for you right there. Him and uh, Scarlett Bordeaux are the TNA, are the NXT new champion, in case you didn't know that. Uh, Keith Lee is um, no longer champion. Oh. No, he's now... Uh, he's on Raw with a
0: shirt on, because <laughs> Vince doesn't like fat people.
1: Yeah, Vince doesn't like fat people, so he uh, he gives them uh, a shirt, and I'm surprised he didn't draw some abs on it like Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> You know, I'll give you a body. <sighs> Draw some abs in. Where are VD? Who was your spray paint guy? <laughs> um, you know, so, anyways, uh, we watched SummerSlam. Again, I did not watch SummerSlam on Sunday. I did it on my time at the TNW compound and watched it yesterday. And what a different SummerSlam is uh, this year compared to last year. Last year, Jeff, what were you doing for SummerSlam? Where were you? I was uh, here
0: watching SummerSlam. It's yes. A huge difference.
1: I know. And when you were watching it, did you see me there as I was in the audience at SummerSlam? Uh,
0: I did after the show when you came home and you tried to figure out where you were in the crowd. And then you finally pointed yourself out. Yes. It's much like, easier. Like a seven-year-old. There. There. That's me. you see that sign? That's me right there. Yes. Yes. Well, you
1: know. Th- th- now imagine everyone.
0: And Edge returns, and you text me that you were crying.
1: What? <laughs> that- <laughs> when
0: Edge returned, you text me you're crying.
1: Yeah, because um, they wouldn't uh, give me my refund on my <laughs> uh, hot dog that I bought. <laughs> I said I was vegan, and uh, they said, "Why are you eating a fucking hot dog?" but um, he
0: speared Damian sandow and you cried it was it was a very emotional moment it was a surprise i would have cried as well
1: yeah yeah you probably would have because i was there for edge retirement night and uh now to see edge come back and spear sandow it's like oh what's gonna happen next is this guy gonna do a comeback and he did do a comeback and uh you know, the comeback was was what it was. Uh, you know, it didn't last that long. But, um, yeah, it uh, almost made it the year. No, not <laughs> yeah,
0: now. two matches and then he got hurt again. Poor guy.
1: <laughs> so Christian had to come in and uh, he got hurt. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what it was. But SummerSlam this year, totally different. Uh, I was not in the fans there. Uh, I was not. I was not part or privy to being a part of the Thunderdome. Um, I'll just say this on the Thunderdome. I did not have uh, any problems with it. Uh, I did not really focus on it. It was just nice to see something else behind the background besides a bunch of jumping yeehaws that I don't know who they are. Um, The other leagues are doing similar things to it. Uh, sure, it looked like the board game Guess Who, (laughs) and you can match up that person's face with that person's other face over here, or maybe up here, or maybe over here, as they duplicated the actual people. Um, yeah. Do I care what they're wearing? No. Do I care that Chris Benoit's there? No. (laughs) Do I care that someone wears AEW? No. Do I care that someone is dressed up as the Ku Klux Klan. I, I mean, how did we not know it was a ghost? You know, you don't even know. Uh, it did not bother me.
0: Yes, they've had trouble with people in the Thunderdome uh, dressing up as offensive things and holding offensive signs. and. Well... Yeah, having j- pictures of murderers.
1: <laughs> even, look at, if they were uh, having a Thunderdome in a prison cell, mm-hmm. it might be a picture of a murderer. But I'm sure within the context of being at the WWE, that murderer is still a former world champion (laughs) and uh, multi-time IC champion.
0: Uh, He was. He was Was
1: not a murderer in that picture when that picture was taking place. He was simply a crippler. And (laughs) there is a difference. There is. One is accepted in Canada and the other one isn't. Now, uh, how did you feel about the Thunderdome, Jeff?
0: I didn't like it at all. It was Get
1: out of here. What? No.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We discussed this well, back yeah, and forth. Well, yes, You you liked it, and I didn't. It, to me, it was 400 losers in front of their Skype cameras watching wrestling. And it was, it was like those stupid reaction videos you see when wrestlers return, and people think it's actually cool to have them give their opinion oh it's sting stings back and they react how a child would yes and i'm not surprised that they're already having problems because wrestling friends or wrestling fans are the biggest losers in the world so all of a sudden you give a free (laughs) you give camera time to some of the biggest sociopaths in the world what do you think's gonna happen of course there's going to be a KKK guy. Of course somebody's going to have Chris Benoit. Somebody's going to be masturbating on camera come SmackDown.
1: I've been to baseball games where they've thrown up many more K's out in the field or they'll hang a K over over the board. And I've seen multi-K's, including three in a row, several times. Those fans are never uh, rated or called racist or in any way, uh, again, um, I paid attention to what was going on in the match, (laughs) and I thought the matches were fairly good for a SummerSlam that I didn't even know was this weekend or last weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, it just creeps up on you, like payback. Oh, fuck, payback's next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is there a pay-per-view next week? I don't know, but let's go through this... uh, Let's go through this card and get this show done before the hockey game starts. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, You know, they're the tag champs, Jeff. They're also the individual champs of each program that they're on. Uh, That's uh, something that's very exciting for them. Um, Now, I'm looking at this card. (laughs) And, uh... We got Bailey versus uh, Oscar, and for the match, and uh, this goes eleven thirty-five, Jeff, and it is the opening match. And uh, what did you think of that match?
0: I uh, thought it was a good match. I I like Bailey. I like Oscar, and it was a it was a good opening match. And you and I were talking about like I think the women's division is better than the guys, like Bailey, Sasha. Charlotte, whenever she returns, Rhea Ripley, like they've got a bunch of stars there that are over and you're invested in, and they're good wrestlers where a lot of the guys I could care less about. But, uh, yeah, it was it was, uh, it was was a good opener.
1: Yeah, they put on a hell of a match, and uh, I like that uh, Oscar did not win the title. Uh, however, uh, she lost due to the interference of uh, Boston Bales. And uh, I don't know if that's the name of the tag team, but uh, Boss and Bales—they <laughs> uh, interfered on each other's behalf, and I don't even know why. Like I said, why? is That sounds sound,
0: sounds like a line on the Islanders. I've had to hear you scream for a month.
1: If ah, Boss and Bales, look at if time permitted and and time somehow. Boss cro- Bales and
0: Bosey yes, and, and Bovie or whatever the hell.
1: Yes, yes, it's amazing how, given the Islanders, they get TV time now because they're in the playoffs. Uh, you start learning their names because you get read them and hear them. Look at. Uh, and you
0: still get mad at the announcers.
1: Uh, what show are we talking about now? Like talking <laughs> Islanders is not till after this, and you're not even a fucking guest. Can we get back to the Bailey and Sasha Banks, please, and get on t- on topic. Here at the TNW Pod Pass Pound Pound.
0: Um, it's one nothing Philadelphia.
1: Shut your goddamn <laughs> trap. <laughs> Look it. Here we go. So what I liked about it is uh, Sasha Banks inter- <laughs> interfered. And uh, Asuka would have something to say later on as um, she was costed her, her title shot. And uh, it did not happen. Next, uh, the Street Profits, uh, Angelo uh, Dawkins and uh, Montez uh, Ford, they're up against uh, Andrade and, and Angel Garza with Zelina Vega. And I know you took uh, an eye on in this match because you uh, drooled over uh, Zelina Vega several times and you almost slipped in your own drool at <laughs> one point. <laughs> she, uh,
0: she's very pretty. She's very pretty. Oh, we should also mention the... Uh...
1: You just... Here, just to res- just to respond to what you just said. You said,
0: she's very pretty.
1: You just said, she's very pretty. Yeah,
0: yeah. I sound like a fucking wrestling fan that should be on Skype right now. She's she very pretty.
1: I know they're getting rid of apostrophe S's, but that means the S remains and the apostrophe is <laughs> fucking gone. So it's, it's still got to be pluralized. She's very pretty. Yeah, she is very pretty. Um
0: oh and this was we were laughing about uh uh we're laughing about the street profit profits going to Vince, being like we want to have a special entrance and they already spent all the money on the Thunderdome. <laughs> so <laughs> they had three hundred plastic cups dropped from the ceiling.
1: Yeah. Vince is like, Here's twenty dollars, go to the Dollarama. <laughs> it's all I got left. <laughs> I spent all the money on the goddamn Thunderdome. Turns out somebody did one back in '83 with Tina Turner. Who the fuck knew that? Oh, God damn! Uh, you know uh, that that was uh, yeah. The Street Profits they they do they won that match. I think they are the better dad tag team right now. They are the more entertaining tag team. Um, I think uh, Zelina uh, Vega, her her stable, she very pretty. She she very pretty, and her stable is also very pretty but pretty don't beat uh, Street Profits, which is uh, the party. It's all about red cups, and uh, and, uh, and that's pretty much it. Here's a big – this is a grudge match. No disqualification, and the loser leaves the WWE match. So – and this has been building up over a while. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and these two – I don't know if you know this, Jeff – for a long time, I thought they were a couple mm-hmm. because they 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 used to drive together and they'd eat donuts and, they would bump and, donuts and they'd always bump donuts before they ate the donuts. And I was once accused of saying that these ladies might be donut bumpers before, <laughs> but then you said that's not, then you don't know they're donut bumpers. And I said, no, they're definitely donut bumpers. I've seen them bump donuts on this show they bump donuts they both love donuts they love getting their face in a donut and just giving that donut a good old munch so here they are now not bumping donuts anymore uh-huh. they're both off the donuts they both are look fantastic like they haven't had a donut in years <laughs> and uh now mandy might be involved with a guy who looks like he is a donut but he might be having a couple donuts. He might be in a couple dozen donuts. Maybe getting a couple dozen donuts when the uh, Krispy Kreme light goes off, and you know they're coming fresh out of the oven. So you want to rush over there and get a dozen dumping, d- dumping donuts. <laughs> so you get those, you know, the donuts, and uh, and there's uh, and then you have a great match. And now at the <laughs> end of this match, first of all, I'm going to tell you, Mandy Rose, I didn't like her outfit. It's the first time I've never liked Mandy Rose in an outfit. Yeah. And I just didn't like it. I didn't like the white thing. You know, not good. Uh, the gold is always what I see her in. White, not so much. Uh, Sonya Deville put in a great match. Despite that, she's gone from the WWE. I don't know where she's going. But I'm sure this was not the last that we've seen of Sonya Deville. Uh, we don't even know who... The, the who was the stalker? Who was the guy that the wasn't there a stalker involved in this angle yeah. or something?
0: This guy's part of retribution.
1: Now he's part of retribution. Yeah. When are we gonna find out who this who this goddamn retribution is? <laughs> who is retribution? There's like eleven of them, twelve uh, of them. Uh, yeah. I, are I, they I, the new Nexus?
0: I have no idea.
1: Are they just people in jumping suits and uh, <laughs> sweatpants and hoodies? <laughs> Fuck, you're dressed like you're in retribution right now. you got a sweatpants and a hoodie on. Are you in retribution?
0: I I could be.
1: Are we going to find out who's in retribution this week at Payback?
0: Oh, uh, maybe. Okay. (laughs) You come here for hard-hitting wrestling analysis. Like, maybe.
1: Now... And
0: um, Casey doing a donut analogy for three minutes.
1: It was a vagina joke, Jeff. <laughs> it was for the adults out there. It was a vagina joke, Jeff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Two nothing flyers. Oh, boy. Halfway through the first. It is not two <laughs> nothing for the flyers. There's no way they could even be possible. Ah. <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose. I'm waiting
0: a, for this podcast. I don't want this podcast to end, folks, because Casey's gonna beat the shit out of me. So I'm just gonna keep delaying as much as I possibly can.
1: Well, Mandy Rose, uh, let me tell you, had her, had her after her match. I believe there was a, a, a reunion in, in I was, oh, what's his name? The from Heavy Artillery shows down. The, uh, the old the, Otis. Otis shows up. And I I guess they had some alone time in the ring. They maybe celebrated, and uh, the next match was about to begin. This is a match that you were particularly interested in, Jeff. (laughs) You said uh, not in in a million years did you ever think that you would be invested in this match. Which would be the longest match in, in on the show. It's <laughs> the, the
0: Dominic Mysterio match. The
1: Seth Rollins defeating Dominic Mysterio with Rey Mysterio, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just in case you didn't know who Dominic Mysterio was. Um, he's Rey Mysterio's uh, son. Mm-hmm. And uh, he over, th- over throughout the years, we've seen him on, on wrestling. Mm-hmm. As a child, we've seen him and different angles. Ray would bring him in. He would be there, and now all of a sudden, the kid is—he must be eighteen years old, and now he's wrestling. Rey Mysterio lost an eye in a match, mm-hmm. but that's not—that's not a bad thing. He knew, like they, it, the match—you were had to lose an eye. It was what was it? Somebody's gonna it lose an eye for match.
0: an eye match.
1: An eye for an eye match, and. uh... Rey Mysterio lost an eye, right? Mm-hmm. So who else so wouldn't Seth Rollins have to lose an eye? Well no, it was whoever
0: loses their eye loses. So
1: An eye for an eye match does not make sense though. It's like I already lost an eye, now mm-hmm. you're gonna lose an eye in this match. Mm-hmm. That's does not so the only one eye has been lost. Mm-hmm. Well I hope the other guy with two eyes is helping the one guy with the one eye find his other eye. Anyways. He
0: didn't. It's Seth Rollins.
1: Dad now now. That's why that's
0: why Mysterio's son has to defend his dad's honor.
1: Now he's with Murphy. Is Murphy still is Buddy Murphy or Buddy's gone? Just Murphy.
0: I don't know. Murphy, I think is his name. Okay. You correctly pointed out that all they've done now (laughs) <laughs> to to make it seem like Ray Mysterio has one eye, is they just put like a patch over part of his mask?
1: Yes. Yeah. He wears a patch now in his mask. His, he, Ray Mysterio never lost an eye. His mask lost an eye. Uh, actually, his mask just had an eye hole filled in. Mm-hmm. You and
0: know, you also made a very good point in that when when he comes back to wrestling, he's yes. supposed to have no eye. So his depth perception is going to be off. Awesome. He's going yeah. to be missing
1: drop kicks by three feet. Exactly. Yeah. He'll be jumping off the top rope and coming nowhere near <laughs> the opponent. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like, "I thought you were in the ring, homie," <laughs> and he'll be like, "No, I'm on the floor, S.A. So, or he'll do a, he'll just come flying over the top rope, and nowhere near uh you know whoever he's wrestling who could be at that point could be you know uh anybody you know uh Skinner so
0: so i made a, a, a very uh productive trip to the gas station during this match to get uh cokes and waters and such and uh, our pizza arrived and uh that's all i can tell you about this match cuz neither of us
1: Cared about it because we thought the angle was stupid. Well, it was a street fight, and I don't know if you've been in the streets of Toronto, but there have been a lot of fighting lately, and uh, everybody's street street everybody's street food fighting, and um, yeah. But this match was the longest match, and uh, was the match that I had the least interested in. I'm sorry, I don't like. I'm, I'm looking. I've seen it before. I've seen it in David Flair. I've seen it when the WWE made Dusty Rhodes bring dustin Rhodes into the into the the storyline i i've seen the this is my son he's gonna be a wrestler and here he is now too many times to even give a shit about about any of the next uh, hundred sons all right and i know i'm saying that and my favorite wrestler is breath the hitman heart that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is the angle is it's kaput i don't why is the best talent in the fucking roster, Seth Rollins, wrestling a kid at SummerSlam? They, because his dad has a fake eye missing. The whole <laughs> fucking thing reeks of shit. And I'm just not into it. And a waste of Buddy Murphy or Murphy or whoever he is. Murphy is the fucking Robocop, by the way. That's Murphy is Robocop. That's whose name Murphy is. This is Buddy Murphy. That's it, all right. Next, Oscar's second match comes in. I was hoping she comes in, blows missed in Sasha Bailey's Sasha Bailey's face, Sasha <laughs> Banks, Sasha Banks face, and uh, gets that win like one, two, three. That didn't happen. They actually go and have another good match, uh, basically same time as the last one. Uh, good for Oscar pulling double duty and. Uh, you know what happens in this match, Jeff? Uh, yes, yeah, she uh,
0: she wins. She makes her tap out. Yeah. she Oscar. wins
1: and she makes her tap out. And uh, Sasha Banks loses the title. But not only does she make her tap out, Jeff, uh, she does tap out. And a big reason why she taps out is because uh, Bailey somehow interferes into the match. And now Bailey caught whereas Sasha Banks helped Bailey w- uh, win the match from earlier on, Bailey's interference into this match cost Sasha uh, the title. So Sasha cost Oscar the title the first time, is now the victim of cheating rather than the beneficiary of cheating <laughs> for the benefactor, whatever. <laughs> I make up my own words. And uh,
0: beneficiary.
1: The benefactor, she's yeah, the beneficiary of the man. Anyways, uh, she, we got a new she world. She very champion. pretty. We she, she she pretty. We got we got a new world champion, Jeff. Uh, Two
0: one Bovy, short handed.
1: Would you stop? You're back in the game. Look at <laughs> the, this episode. It's like people aren't gonna understand in the future to you be know, like, why were they talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs during SummerSlam? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, why
0: were they talking about the Islanders in the Stanley Cup playoffs? It doesn't yeah, make sense.
1: Exactly. Oh, look at this. Yeah, <laughs> look at he's full of he's full of jokes, and I've been so nice. I have not made one joke, and I and I still will take the higher road because I need him for the rest of this episode. <laughs> and, and now your computer died. My computer just died, and <laughs> you don't have the results. <laughs> I watched it. I have the results in my head. I know what happened. The next match, God damn it, was that. You the, have
0: no idea. You're a classic
1: wrestling fan. No, the next match was the world title yeah. match. The Mega the Powers versus the Mega Bucks. Then, <laughs> first of all, Jesse Ventura did not take a payoff in that match. <laughs> it was his. It was my job just to keep an eye out. Um, the uh, the next match was the it was the world title match. And, you you know, um, it's funny. uh, I don't know. But it's, uh, you know, here we go. Here we are for the world title. Is the world title went first? (laughs) I'm trying to to get the thing. Yeah, try to pull it up. Jesus Christ. Stop stalling. Okay, okay. Because the last match was Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. So, Drew McIntyre. Had to do, oh Jesus Christ yeah Drew McIntyre there you go yes Drew be,
0: McIntyre versus
1: Randy Orton versus Randy Orton and there was a long story to this build up because um, I guess for some reason we're supposed to think that Drew McIntyre is where is is ha, uh, he like Shawn Michaels or. Like, we're supposed to, like... Because Randy Orton is just kicking everybody in the head on the way to the soul. Yeah, day.
0: whenever they don't have a storyline for Randy Orton, they just say, oh, he's the legend killer again, and they bring out three
1: guys for him to punt. Oh, yes. Edge, Christian, all of a sudden Ric Flair... Uh, he's kicking him in the head. Go home, Rick.
0: You're not supposed to be there. You you've died twice, and there's a worldwide pandemic going
1: on. Stop. I know, but his his wife has COVID, and <laughs> good lord, you think I want to be on the road when Wendy's got COVID? I'm out with the boys, Rodman and me. <laughs> Woo! Oh boy! Oh god! 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 Good God! good God! Um. Nature Boy, uh, you know, yeah, so he's in it. So this, I guess we're, you know, look at. we're going to watch Randy Orton have a great match. And it was a great match. Drew McIntyre, a hell of a workhorse, big old stud, uh, you know, holding on to the title now. I said, uh, we watched this match and uh, he goes over and he wins the match. And uh, that's pretty much it, you he know. One like, with a backslide. He won with a backslide, exactly, and he won clean. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very nice to see Randy Orton, not well, you, you know, it's not often Randy Orton drops uh, a t- like loses a title match at SummerSlam. He's the the WWE's best wrestler by far, and uh, to see here Drew McIntyre go over clean is a big deal. And uh, where where do we see Drew McIntyre going from there?
0: I don't know. Who's he gonna wrestle
1: <laughs> in like four days at Payback? Uh the big Payback. Uh, I believe Ginger um, Mahal might show up. Oh, uh, you keep wanting this match. They're the one man band. Ain't one. It would be great. We just fuck. Heath Slater can stay wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an impact. There's your TNA uh, for you right there. But we got. We could have uh, Morrison and. Uh, who? Not Morrison. Morrison's with Miz. Mm hmm. Maybe. Who, what the hell is this Retribution? I don't know. Who
0: do you think is leading Retribution? Uh, if it's WWE, it'll be a letdown. So it'll be somebody like. <laughs> like the Miz or something. I
1: think. Um, you think it's the NXT guys? I think it's very, it's very reminiscent of Nexus, mm-hmm. and who was the leader of Nexus? Wade Barrett. Yeah, and funny, I just found out recently. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it Wade Barrett is coming back to the product. Mm-hmm. The WWE is going to come back and be an announcer. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe he's coming back in more of an impact. Maybe he's leading a new Nexus. Can he
0: even come back right now, though? Because he's an English guy, so can he even get into the country?
1: Well, Jeff, he's got some bad news. (laughs) He's coming back to the country, and he's not going to fucking quarantine.
0: (laughs) That's very funny.
1: Yeah, well, that could happen. That could happen. That's why I need (laughs) Jeff to laugh at my jokes. Um... Uh, That would be so quiet. I've got some bad news. Long pause. I'm not going to (laughs) quarantine. Yeah. I believe I've got some bad news for you. That's right. My flight gets in
0: at 11, and I'll be at a restaurant by 1 a.m.
1: I'm going to have a one-nighter with with Foxy (laughs) and then uh, not call her for a week, so she's going to be crazy for the next two years. Um... I don't know if you watch Divas, but he has a history. He has, You're doing a hotline line from Divas. <laughs> Divas. I don't know even know what Divas would be like now. There's, you know, like the Bellas. John Cena's not on the show anymore. Uh, the Bellas are babies, and and uh, everything's different. I don't even think there's any more Divas. Uh, you know, Renee Young, no longer. She's gone. No, she's, she's left. She's left the WWE. She's gone on to. A brighter thing. She's making a cookbook right now. Um, Maybe that cookbook is going to get her on to uh, eTalk in Canada. Probably will. They'll probably cover the cookbook uh, up here in Canada uh, if she chooses to sell it in Canada. Um, Yeah, a lot of rumors. People think she's going to AEW. Where do you see uh, Renee Young no longer? Renee Paquette is back in business and... uh, what do you think about that, Jeff? I think she's gonna.
0: I think she's gonna go back to the score.
1: She's gonna go back to the score. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. she's gonna go back and take on <laughs> a- aftermath. Aftermath. <laughs> yeah, the aftermath of the uh, WWE for her job at the WWE. That would be funny if she did go back to the aftermath, and she bumps Santino from his spot. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Santino, but I think he's leaving town, and uh, and so she would take in and it and still be Nug and it would be Renee, and it would be uh, Jim, Jim Corderas, yeah. and it would be, um, I guess they could have, oh, because they'd probably have to get rid of the other good-looking girl. Oh, they could have two good-looking girls to talk about wrestling. That's it. Uh, every, uh, every nerd's dream. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Thunderdome. She's
0: gone from worldwide television back up to making scale here in Canada.
1: Making scale. <laughs> making scale. Tip doing scales. Dallas Mavericks highlights, uh, better than death uh, than Drake Maverick highlights, <laughs> and there he goes, circle. He pissed his pants again. Um, Jeff, we're about to go into the main event. Okay, but before we went into the main event, you were eating your overpriced pizza from Pizza Hut. Yes, which you made quite a big deal out of. Wasn't your price pizza that was overpriced? <laughs> it was my pizza that was overpriced. <laughs> I'm very upset, and I might write them a letter. <laughs> yes, Look if it.
0: you're uh, if you're a Pizza Hut here in Toronto, Casey has some issues with you and your
1: online ordering system. Look at if you advertise five dollars <laughs> special for a pizza. Pe- if you orders, if I order a large pizza, <laughs> and then I order a small pizza. And do you have a special Where medium pizzas are $5 I should still get Charged $5 For the small pizza Because it should be Medium pizza $5 or lesser Why am I paying $20 for a fucking small pizza After I just paid for a large pizza Where is this $5 deal they didn't I mean, applicate it to the program when I did it. Anyways, my pizzas were very expensive. There was no $5 deal. They they didn't even tell me that I could have upgraded to a medium for $5 and save myself $12 on the order. They didn't tell me that. Oh, no, because they suck. Pizza Hut, <laughs> you suck balls. You sucky, sucky shitter. Fuck, they're going to make a good pizza. Uh
0: um, if you're wondering what I had to listened to during the main event, it was pretty much that folks. It was
1: Anyways, the main event. <laughs> we have Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And Fiend is now back. The Fiend is back. And Braun Strowman is country strong. And he's ready. <laughs> what do <are> you <laughs> I love
0: how you make fun of his shitty tattoo.
1: Look at when Karrion Cross was in TNA, I yelled at him, you have shitty tattoos. <laughs> when Karrion Cross showed up in NXT, his fucking tattoos were corrected, fixed, and filled in, and he looks like a million bucks. Did he take my heckle seriously? You be the judge. <laughs> Did he even hear my heckle? It was at a TNA taping. <laughs> you be the judge. Where do you think I was? First row where there's only two rows of TNA tapings. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, And you said that's from that show you
0: like, right? You used to watch Nashville. Didn't you say Country Strong is from that?
1: Yeah, Country <laughs> Strong. <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> Fucking goddamn. Yeah, no, no. There is a movie called Country Strong. It's a horrible country movie. Oh, that's right. I didn't know that. Yes, it's horrible. (laughs) It's like we don't have to know. We don't have to ask him his favorite movie. He got it tattooed to his bicep, and it looks like it's within a state. (laughs) It's like country strong. It's a state. It's not a state. Mm -hmm. It's not even a country. Anyways, Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. Now there's one part where the where Bray Wyatt got put into an ambulance, an ambulance, and then the fiend got put on the stretcher. This was during the match, right? No, no, this, no, was, this was, in was in the lead, the lead up. up. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the 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 ambulance starts to leave, and then it stops, and the fucking the smoke coming out of the back door, and all of a sudden the fiend is standing there. And I don't know if it frightened Bray Wyatt because he can flip a fucking ambulance. But uh, I thought that was an awesome moment. I am glad The Fiend is back. I like The Fiend. And um, this match, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, The Fiend, you know, uh, pretty fucking crazy. And I'll just say this. um, At the end of the match, Braun Strowman goes nuts and he rips apart the ring. Uh, destroys kayfabe, shows everybody what the ring is made out of. Mm-hmm. We now know Hornwall's ceiling is a fucking two by fours, <laughs> mixed in with some foam and a fucking tarp. Wouldn't it have been funny if he were tried to rip apart the 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 um, the ring, and he just all of a sudden found Bray Wyatt's sneak hole doesn't Bray Wyatt come out of the ring? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, now Ron Strowman. Ron (laughs) Strowman. Ron Strowman. Yeah, Ron Strowman. He plays for the Jays. Ron Strowman is now ripping apart rings, just making a mess. And uh, it's only so a a bunch of uh, Prince Abigail, Princess Abigails, uh, can be done on, boom, the pavement. Of the boards that are in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that's basically how the match ends, with the ring fucked up and Bray Wyatt beating. Yeah, hits uh, Sister
0: Abigail a couple of times on Bronze Roman one two three.
1: I don't think Bray Wyatt hits Sister Abigail at all in real life. I think uh, somehow she's Alexa Bliss, how she's tied into this, but she does not show up in the match. Uh, makes me wonder why the hell she's even tied up into any of this. Um, I don't know. It left it left me with a feeling of like it's this weird how
0: that's a character and also who the name of his finishing move. Yeah,
1: yeah. But um, it just sort of left unfun- unfinished. Like it's that's the end, okay? And that's SummerSlam, and we will see what happens tomorrow. But uh, I did not see Raw, so I cannot report on what's happening uh, in Raw. We recorded this before, and uh, we no, did. we didn't. Uh, anyway. Um, there was a big uh, reveal at the end, though. Do you
0: not remember? Of Raw last night? No, no, of SummerSlam. Oh, there was a big reveal. Yeah, Roman Reigns came back. Holy
1: <laughs> Christ, Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> No, that was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see that happening?
0: No, no, I, I didn't uh, know. We were speculating that it, Vince McMahon, for sure, 100%, he's a global elite. Vince McMahon has the COVID vaccine. That's the only way yeah. Roman Reigns is back. Is He got access to the vaccine. He gave it to Roman Reigns said, get your ass back out there and start making me money again.
1: And it was... uh, The fans were going nuts in the Thunderdome. (laughs) Um, I actually saw a couple monitors rattle. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and and it was exciting to see Roman Reigns again. And uh, where that's going to lead to, who knows? Um, You know, Roman Reigns, uh, I believe he left uh, when he was in a feud with Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. And now we're going to see Maybe that picks up, maybe it doesn't, maybe retribution is to be had over everyone, or maybe it's a coincidence that Roman Reigns is back now when retribution's around. Is he the leader of retribution? Mm -hmm. There's some big fuckers in retribution. Mm -hmm. There are also some little fuckers in retribution. So who retribution is and what retribution is, we do not know, but it is interesting uh, we also watched TakeOver, as I already said about that. I uh, just want to touch on Pat, the Pat McPhee, uh, uh, Adam Cole, Bay Bay uh, match. Um, that was a great match. It was a great match. And uh, Pat McPhee, uh, that one Mac- spot. McPhee. Doesn't matter. He's a punter. He knows he's on the <laughs> internet. We're both professional podcasters. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, punt... <laughs> hunt McAfee uh, he says that um, no he does this one spot where he's on the top rope he does a backflip he gets pushed off the top rope he does a backflip he lands on his feet they kind of look at him like on the top and uh, Cole is on the top rope and then he runs and he just jumps up onto the top rope the way Brock does a standing jump onto the apron and it's, it was quite magnificent. And then to keep the balance from that move and to pick up uh, to pick up um, Adam Cole and then superplex him, I thought that was beyond fucking great. It was one of the best spots I've ever seen a non-wrestling person do. Uh, and uh, it was just fantastic. And I thought uh, takeover was very strong. And I thought Takeover was uh, was a was a solid uh, was a solid show as well.
0: It was one of the best spots I've ever seen a non wrestling person do. But I also saw Jerry Lawler getting monkey flipped by William Shatner in nineteen ninety four, and I mean, that's hard to beat.
1: What about Jeremy Piven coming off the top rope? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and calling it the Summerfest beforehand?
1: Summerfest. Grab your boyfriend and your girlfriend head down to summerfest. Um Jeff, one of the big discussions we had during the podcast mm-hmm. was uh, who were who did you think were the top biggest Heavyweight, best heavyweight, super heavyweights of all time, the best big men of all time. Yes,
0: it wasn't during the podcast, but during the pay per view when we got, we got bored, yeah, and we're talking about who were the best big men. Yeah,
1: yes, the best, 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 best big men, mm-hmm. the best big men, the best uh, pay per view, and uh, we're gonna throw this out to you people out there. This is a little something that uh, that maybe we'll talk about in a future episode, but uh, we talked about the best big men. And the first thing is what. Does, what, uh, we had to define what a big man was because I said it was anybody that's over 6'7 and up and or anybody that's over 3'70 uh, and up. So you could be 6 feet tall and 400 pounds and be considered a big man. Uh, you could be uh three hundred and ten pounds but be six eleven or it's almost seven feet and you can be considered a big man. So that's the 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 that the, the qualifies what a big man is. So just on your top five, Jeff, who do we're gonna go down to big man? Who's your top five right now? Just try to try to drive it out right now. Jesus, I think I can do All it. Right. So just give me who you think uh, your top five is.
0: Uh, Andre, uh,
1: Undertaker. Yes. Uh, yes. I agree. Vader. Okay. That's okay.
0: Um. Kevin Nash. Yoko.
1: All right, all right, there we go. Um, I'm going to go with um, Earthquake. He's your number one? He's my fifth.
0: Okay, okay, so you're doing reverse order then.
1: No, Earthquake's number one of all time, Jeff. Well, I you said no, w- number oh, one no. to five,
0: and yeah. then you start at five and don't explain it. This bullshit thing that you've just come up with.
1: Just because we have to fill some time. Ah, <laughs> uh, John Tanta. Geez. How how are we still filling time? We're almost done,
0: huh? You no, you get like big name guests and you're oh 20 minutes is good. You get me out <laughs> of my fucking bedroom and you're like no no we'll, we'll we'll do an hour. This is bullshit.
1: It was a twenty dollar pizza. I'm getting fucking. <laughs> you get. I'm getting a twenty dollar fucking rate on the full hour. We're not even at the hour we're at, uh-huh. sell down, uh-huh, so earthquake yeah. yeah,
0: earthquake, you've been kissing David Arquette's ass, you're going out to see a movie just so you can d m him afterwards. Are you gonna tell him after you interview him no yeah, no, David, let's just hear, uh, talking top five entrance musics, so we gotta kill some more
1: time when david Arquette, if David Arquette does the show, <laughs> David Arquette will dictate uh uh-huh. how long the interview goes uh-huh. Even if it's twenty minutes, it's it's twenty minutes with David Arquette, and if we want to discuss uh, top ten wrestling tattoos on his body, <laughs> he has a lot of them. Or, um, or whether it be top ten big men, I'm sure he would be happy. My number four, Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> number four is Kamala. Uh huh. Number three. Mm hmm. It's Kevin Nash. Mm hmm.
0: Number two, say it slow, so we don't have to do a different fucking topic after this.
1: Bam, bam, <laughs> Gordy. No, <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's not bam, bam, Bigelow either. Uh, so, anyways, okay, who did I say? Kamala. Uh, oh, for God's sake! I said John. Uh, Earthquake, Kamala. Uh-huh. So, and then, and then did I say. Kevin Nash? I think so, yes. Kevin Nash. So I got two left. Mm-hmm. So then uh, the next one, Undertaker mm-hmm. and Andre the Giant. There you go. And there we go, folks. Uh, write us in. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know who you think who the best big men are. <laughs> write us in. Uh, if you want to, write us a letter to the Q&A at uh, com. We appreciate that. And In the meantime, and in between time, Jeff McHenry, what do you got to plug? Where's your next show? What do you got going on? I have have nothing to plug. Jeff Jeff McHenry, you can see uh, through the window of our apartment in the alley doing the dishes tomorrow. (laughs) He'll be doing them at some point (laughs) when he wakes up. Uh, Other than that, folks. Do you need me to plug something to kill some more time? Is that what you need? No, no. My phone went off a little bit earlier, and the game has started.
0: (laughs) I told you it started. I know. Well, 2-1
1: Flyers. It is not 2-1 Flyers, folks. Uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, thank you for letting us put a headlock in your ears. And uh, next week is next week and another great episode. You're <laughs> on Never Sleeps Networks. Talking wrestling. Uh, later. All right. Oh, fuck. I forgot to hit record. <laughs>